It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Here we go, Steelers fans. It's another edition of the Steelers Fantasy Football Fix. I'm your host, Jeremy Betts, and it is Tuesday night when I'm recording this. You'll hear it Wednesday afternoon starting at 12 p.m. I hope you enjoy what we're going to talk about today. Just a little recap of Steelers Bears and the fantasy insights we can take out of that. And then we're going to jump into some power rankings for fantasy position groups. And we'll do it a couple different ways uh, to give you an idea of just how valuable each position group is and what they bring to the table from a fantasy perspective. Uh, so as you move into the later portion of your uh, fantasy season, that you are prepared uh, for any trades and uh, options that might come your way. Uh, we're going to dive into all of that, but first, I do want to mention that the Steelers Fantasy Football Fix is a part of the BehindTheSteelCurtain.com podcast network. There's so much content on the podcast side. Guys, if you are looking for Steelers football and anything related to it, and you want to listen in to, uh, into it in podcast form, BehindTheSteelCurtain.com has it all for you. High-quality stuff, fun stuff. Uh, just very good content from fans just like you uh, who want to connect. So um, check out the BehindTheSteelCurtain.com family of podcasts wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to go online at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com and see all of the 
uh, articles and online content that is there as well. All right, let's jump right in to a recap. The big fantasy nugget from this is that uh, from uh, this game against the Bears really is Pat Fryermuth um, coming into his own and he finished as the number one overall tight end in fantasy football for week nine. And that is huge. Uh, two touchdown catches and a 21.3 fantasy points. He was involved everywhere on the field in multiple capacities. A huge red zone target for Ben Roethlisberger. Kind of what we thought maybe Chase Claypool would be coming into the year. Uh, in the red zone, Pat Frymuth has really taken that over. And uh, the rookie is playing lights out. And even though the Steelers barely squeaked by, pun intended, if you uh, take a look at the title of this episode, barely squeaked by in this game, Pat Fryermuth was a bright spot on offense, especially in the fantasy football world where he probably led some fantasy managers who uh, were smart enough to play him in this game to a winning week. And he performed very well uh, in spite of the Bears not having given up that much to tight ends. I believe they were allowing the second fewest points to fantasy tight ends uh, throughout the first portion of the year. And Frymuth lit them up. Big game for Patty Fry. Muth. We'll, we're looking forward to seeing more from him in the future. Najee Harris. Let's talk about Najee Harris. He had a little bit of a down game. And he still scored 16.8 PPR fantasy points. Uh, He did very well in uh, standard scoring as well. And uh, just if you watch the game, you saw that the running lanes were not really there. Uh, He was grinding out for every yard, but he still put together a great fantasy performance, a solid one from a running back position that is – just not very deep right now. There's uh, been a lot of injuries and uh, a lot of shakeup there. And Najee Harris is proving to be a top five option every week, like we've talked about on this show before. He proves it again this week. Even in a down week, he scores more than 16 fantasy points and is a big boost to your fantasy roster. Ben Roethlisberger had his finest outing of the fantasy Uh, season so far was 16.2 points serviceable in QB two leagues. Not great. Still, we haven't seen a big breakout game from Roethlisberger and I don't think we will. Um, He's settled into a role in this offense that is really good for what the team is trying to do to win football games. Not so great. If you were relying on him for your fantasy team in 2021, I hope you weren't, but uh, if you are looking down the road for, um, somebody to fill in as a QB2 or as a bye week fill in. You can probably still do better than Roethlisberger in a lot of leagues, but if you can't, it looks like that uh, a good game for him is going to be about this 16-point range, 15 to 16 points, and you should just expect that if he has a good game because he's being limited to a really efficient but unspectacular game manager role in this offense, and I would expect that to continue uh, for the remainder of the season because that's how the Steelers win football games. So they're trying to win football games. We're trying to use players in our fantasy rosters. Let's keep that in mind. So um, Bo- Chris Boswell, uh, the Steelers 
just automatic field goal kicker is um, or is playing really well. He's a top 10 kicker in 2021. 16 fantasy points in a week will do that for you. Two kicks over 50 yards, one kick over 40. He did have the missed PAT. Otherwise, his night could have even been better. But 16 fantasy points. If you started him, you like what you got out of Chris Boswell. And then uh, Deontay Johnson um, is the fifth highest scoring player in fantasy football on the Steelers roster this week, which has not been the case. Most weeks he is typically one or two on that list. And uh, the the volume was still there. Um, he made a couple plays later in the game that saved what was a down day for him, but the volume is still there and his um, his ability to make plays after the catch make him a just a super consistent fantasy option, especially in PPR formats. Um, a little less in standard formats, but he is still the Steelers' number one receiving threat and the number one receiver that you would want from this team on your fantasy roster. Expect him to have a some better weeks in the near future, um, more close to his average of 18 fantasy points a game, which is top 10 in the league from the wide receiver position as well. Chase Claypool and James Washington, not spectacular days. Neither one has really done anything uh, to fill the Juju Smith-Schuster target share. Um, A lot of those targets have been going to Pat Fryermuth, and he's been taking advantage of them. Claypool's been kind of a disappointment this year for fantasy purposes, for sure. And in uh, Steelers fans' eyes I as well, I would say, from a just a, a Steelers perspective, uh, you're looking at a guy with all the talent in the world who really hasn't been showing up that big. And whether that's some of the offensive design or uh, just him not coming down with some balls that um, the Steelers and Steelers fans would like him to, um, he just hasn't been consistent fantasy a consistent fantasy option um he'll be boomer bust for the rest of the year there's going to be weeks where he scores 20 30 points there's going to be weeks where he scores seven like he did this week that's just what you're going to get with chase claypool james washington um had one big catch uh for i believe 40 something yards almost 50 yards in this game on an underthrown ball by Roethlisberger, but uh, his impact is still minimal as well. He did get some more rushing work in some of the jet sweeps that you saw the Steelers do this week. Um, So he is not a factor for fantasy purposes uh, as we sit here after week nine. The Steelers defense, after a great start to the game, after the first half, you were really liking where you uh, thought the fantasy point totals were going to be for the Steelers D. ST unit, the defense special teams unit, but finishing the day with four points after letting Chicago come back and score um, 27 points in this game was not good if you were um, trusting them at, at defense this week. So you'd like to see better. We would all like to see better from a fantasy perspective. We'd all like to see better from a closing out games perspective as well. Um, but that is where we stand um after week nine the bears played really well in the second half but just remember steelers fans the steelers were in control of this game up until a fumble return for a touchdown by the bears on uh the punt that ray ray mcleod fielded it just a 10 point lead doesn't go away that quickly 
Um, the Steelers are still in control of that game if that doesn't happen. So uh, even though it was close, we can be thankful the Steelers squeaked out a win um, in spite of some adversity on the field going against them. Um, you can also say that the Bears were um, flummoxed by penalties and everything as well. But the Steelers come away victorious in a game that they controlled for three quarters. That has to be encouraging to Steelers fans. The fact that they still hung on and one is encouraging, but we would like to see that fourth quarter, uh, the Steelers defense and offense continue to play uh, in a way that complements what got them to that point in the first place of having a big lead and being able to, um, you know, see teams come back and fall short. Let's hope that that doesn't happen anymore for all of our hearts sake and uh, mental health moving forward. But going back to fantasy football and what we can take away from this game, I think it's going to be interesting to see how uh, Pat Fryermuth continues um, his development as Eric Ebron comes back in either this week or next week. It should be soon. Sounds like this week is the more likely option. Uh, But I think you can expect his target share to remain pretty steady and his uh, red zone usage to remain pretty steady as well. Um, So he's a viable back-end tight end one moving forward until proven otherwise. I think we can kind of expect that from Pat Frymuth as we move forward. Najee Harris and Deontay Johnson are still weekly uh, top-tier players at their positions. And uh, Ben Roethlisberger, Chris Boswell, Chase Claypool, they are – um, interchangeable units or interchangeable players um, that you can slide in as streamers if you want to. Uh, Claypool should um, play in the flex position for you most weeks just because he always has the chance to to boom and put those points together for you. Uh, but it will be risky to do so. Um, you know, you'll have to determine as a fantasy manager whether you have somebody that's a little more consistent and you'd rather have that higher floor or if you want to go big or go home with the boom or bust mapletron all right on the other side of this short break we're going to break down the fantasy football position group power rankings we'll talk about each position group and what they bring to the table and what ranks them Uh, where they're at in each type of list. We're going to do two different types of lists. We're going to do a um, values list, and we're also going to do a performance list for the power rankings. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back in just a second. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Woo! 
All right, welcome back to the Triple F Podcast, the Steelers Fantasy Football Fix. We're going to jump into power ranking the fantasy football position groups. And the first way we're going to do it is we're going to do it by value. How valuable is each position to your fantasy football team? Um, Value in fantasy football really is determined by the available talent related to the roster need. So how many players at that position you have to play on a weekly basis and how much available talent there is for that position group, okay? The scarcer the talent combined with the bigger need will equal a more valuable position group. Okay, so if you need three uh, players from this position group on your roster, but and but there are only ten good ones, then that is makes that roster or that position group more valuable to your roster than a uh, position group where you only have one slot for that position group, but there are twenty available options that can do you well on a weekly basis. So that's kind of how we'll determine value for. Uh, fantasy football and a lot of you might be familiar with this uh, especially when you're approaching it from a draft but it also has to do with uh, trading during the season as well Um, so let's jump into it um, starting with the uh, number one ranked position group uh, for value which is running back okay only 20 Fantasy running backs have 100-plus PPR points halfway through 2021, okay? Only 20. That's uh, If you play in a 12-team league, which is what uh, about what most people would play in, uh, a standard 12-team league, that's less than two running backs per roster um, that have over 100 points so far in PPR leagues in 2021. Okay, only 16 running backs that have played more than or that have started more than 3 games. Only 16 running backs that have started more than 3 games have an average of 15 or more PPR points a game. Okay, that would be um RB2, RB1 range, 15 or more. Okay, that's what you're looking at for an RB2 or an RB1, okay? So, only 16 of them Running backs take more hits. They're more likely to lose time due to injury. And also, you need two to three running backs in your starting lineup every week in standard leagues. All right? Two to fill your uh, two running back starting slots and then potentially one for your flex. All right? Two to three. And you may have two on your roster that score you uh, – that have scored you so far over 100 points. That that means they're consistent, consistently putting up ten or more points. Um, that they're you know averaging well. That's the running back position group for you. Okay. That's why it's most valuable because there's less talent at the position than say wide receiver, which we'll get to in a second. But there are you need more of them to be competitive. So you can go. Um, 
go to your roster right now, and if you have two or three running backs that are averaging 15 points per game or more, then you're in great shape at the running back position. You should be very satisfied with that, even if one of one or two of them aren't the most consistent. If you have one that is absolutely 100% going to get you 15-plus points every game, and then you have two others that usually do, then you are sitting pretty at the running back position. The second-ranked position group in the value uh, value rankings for uh, uh, fantasy football power rankings is wide receiver. Now, compare that to running back where there were only 20 running backs with 20 players with 100 plus uh, PPR points. There are 34 wide receivers with 100 plus PPR points. All right, that is 14 more and almost three per roster in a standard 12 team league. And you need to play two or three of them every week to. Uh, fill your roster spots for a standard league. All right, so uh, 23 wide receivers as opposed to 16 running backs average 15-plus PPR points per game. So when you're looking to trade players in fantasy football, you have to take that into consideration, especially running backs and wide receivers, which are the big driving forces behind fantasy football success, right? So... At running back, if you have RB10, um, and or I'm sorry, if you have wide receiver 10, uh, the 10th ranked wide receiver in your league so far this year, and you are looking to buy the 10th ranked running back in fantasy f- football, unless that person that you're playing has an abundance of running backs and a severe deficit at wide receiver, the value there, even though they're the 10th-ranked scorer at their position group, is not the same because there are fewer running backs that provide top 10 value than there are wide receivers that provide top 10 value. Okay, So that's just something to keep in mind when you are at the negotiating table trying to make that big trade that's going to help your roster. Remember that. If you you want running back help, if you need running back, which most people will – be looking for that running back boost um, at this point in the season. Uh, understand that the value of a running back is greater than the value of a wide receiver of equal ranking in a position rankings group. Okay, so just keep that in mind as you uh, go through your trade processes. The third uh, ranked position group in the power rankings based on value is tight end. Now, get this: only four tight ends have over 100 points in PPR leagues, and only two tight ends average 15-plus PPR points a game, okay? Four and two that are in the same category of point scoring as the top running backs and wide receivers, okay? That scarcity of available talent is what drives their ranking at number three. You only need to play one, but of... The remaining position groups, tight end, quarterback, defense special teams, and kicker, where you only have to play one of of those players every week in standard leagues, tight end has the fewest uh, options that provide you a um, top level for that position group scoring potential on a weekly basis. Four tight ends have over 100 points. 
It's the shallowest position group by far, seemingly every year. There's a little more depth this year. The middle of the pack is a little bit bigger. But the top of the line uh, tight ends are super scarce again in 2021, even more so than than probably some previous years as well. Um, the big benefit to having a top-tier tight end is it's like having an extra reliable wide receiver or running back that other um, – managers don't have so if you have a Travis Kelsey that's bringing in almost 16 points uh, a game in PPR leagues then you're basically adding a a number two wide receiver again in your uh, tight end position group whereas a person who um, has even the the 12th ranked tight end uh, in fan in PPR leagues would be lucky to get 10 points out of that uh, tight end on a weekly basis. So the the value is higher than some of these other one start or one player start leagues uh, or position groups, sorry. So that's why tight ends come in at number three. Number four is quarterback. They are the highest scoring position group it in the top 10 of any of the position groups, okay? Uh, by that I mean the the top 10 players at quarterback score more than the top 10 at any other position group. So Carson Wentz is the uh, quarterback 10 in ESPN PPR leagues, and he has more points than Najee Harris, who is running back number four in ESPN PPR leagues, and more than Devontae Adams, who is wide receiver five in ESPN PPR leagues. Okay. So the value of quarterback is lowered because there are more quality options for a position group that you only have to typically start one player. Now in two quarterback leagues, it changes the value of quarterback. They become a higher value because the position scarcity starts to increase there's fewer uh viable quarterback twos in a two quarterback league uh, but there are an an abundance of qb ones uh, i'm sorry there are an abundance of quarterbacks to fill a one quarterback slot in standard leagues you can almost always have a solid quarterback in a standard 12 team league with options to spare in a pinch say a bye week or an injury there should be somebody on the waiver wire or somebody's backup quarterback on their roster that you could send a um, mid-level running back or wide receiver for to get that position group uh, solidified. So you shouldn't have to worry about quarterbacks as much. That's why it's so hard to move quarterbacks in trades because people typically have a viable quarterback option. And if they don't, it's hard for them to reconcile sending over a valuable running back or wide receiver asset for a quarterback when they can just pull uh, streaming options off the waiver wire based on matchup. <coughs> Excuse me. So that's why uh, quarterback is lowered in the uh, value uh, rankings um, below tight end, wide receiver, and running back. The fifth ranked position group is kicker. Um, There are two kickers that average 10 points a game in ESPN leagues. And kickers typically have a higher floor than defenses do. That's why defenses are 
ranked sixth and last in standard leagues for value. They're the defenses are the most unreliable position group, and that's why they're last. They have the lowest ceiling and floor of any group. You only need one, and matchup really is more important than talent uh, on that side of the ball in most cases. So you can find a talent-poor defense, but if they get the right matchup, they can put up good numbers. Going back to kickers, though, um, you can find more consistent options at kicker, and they are much more easily streamable. Uh, It's easier to find a streamable kicking option if you have a guy on by week or a guy who's underperforming, um, it's easier to find a substitute um, than it is to find a substitute on defense uh, for a uh, you know that has a good matchup and can potentially provide you points. So if you're if you're relying on a defense special teams unit to uh, put you over the top, then you're probably not looking in the right place. Uh, to get you those extra points, you just aren't going to find it most weeks uh, outside of uh, a true boom where a defense just has a great week and puts up big numbers, scores a touchdown or something like that. And that's too hard to predict. It's much more. It's much easier to predict a uh, kicker scoring seven, eight, nine, ten points on a regular basis than it is a defense. That's why kicker is a little bit more valuable than defense special teams units. If we were to rank these based on production, like the actual production of the position group, then wide receivers would be your number one position group because there are so many that produce on a weekly basis. And that's why, say you don't have uh, a fantastic running back room, but if you have a great wide receiver room, you can make up for that a little bit as long as you have one good running back option at least. Um, So uh, good wide receivers can cover up some uh, riders, or running back issues. Um, quarterback would be second in a production ranking just because there are so many quarterbacks also that produce on a weekly basis uh, usable fantasy production. Running back would be third. Um, there's definitely more running backs than tight ends that produce, uh, but there are uh, fewer by far than uh, quarterback and wide receiver. And then tight end, then kicker, then defense special teams, so that those last three remain kind of in the same order. You just flip-flop a couple of the top three position groups. Well, I hope that was enjoyable and informative for you as a listener. I really enjoy uh, delving into some of these stats and facts in fantasy football. It's really um, the game within the game that makes it fun to me. And I think that that's what draws a lot of uh, fantasy players as well. So if you share that sentiment, you are uh, part of the majority probably in that case. So I hope you enjoyed the show today. Um, If you want to talk some more fantasy football with me, you can find me on Twitter at TheBets93, T-H-E-B-E-T-Z-9-3. I'd love to chat with you and just talk fantasy a little bit more. If you have questions about lineups or um, potential uh, trade options and requests moving forward, then definitely let me know. I would love to to help out if I can. Uh, I'm by no means an expert, but I really enjoy the game, and uh, it's it's so much fun to to try to figure out some of these hard fantasy questions that we get on weekly basis from our league mates and uh, just what comes our way 
in the world of fantasy football. So um, follow me on Twitter. Uh, find me on Twitter if you want to uh, reach out. And uh, we are still uh, still trying to get people to send in their trades that they have um, processed and anything that you uh, feel was a great deal for you. Uh, the super stealer of the week. I have yet to get one on Twitter, and that's not a problem. Just want to let you know that if you do have a great trade and you send it in, I will give you a shout-out on the show. I'll uh, talk about your trade and uh, make sure that uh, that gets out there. So um, definitely look me up on Twitter, and uh, we'll enjoy talking some more fantasy football outside of the podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Y'all have a great Wednesday and a great weekend coming up. Be safe and God bless. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.